0: This episode of Your Life Rocks podcast is sponsored by our 7-Day Take Back Balance Challenge. Are you feeling out of balance in your life? A little bit of overwhelm? Well, we got your back and we want you to take action and build a life that rocks. Over the course of this 7-Day Challenge, you will receive action items, things that you can apply to your life right away, straight to your email box. You can make a difference in just 7 days. Go to backslash challenge Welcome to yourliferocks.com podcast where you can build a life of balance, purpose, and success. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, working Christian mom, speaker, and coach. Each week you will find tips and inspiration to grow personally, in your career, and in your faith, and balance it all in your crazy, busy, beautiful life. If you want to cut the overwhelm and take control over your life, visit yourliferock.com. Hey there. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I am your host of Your Life Rocks podcast. Now, this is our sixth episode in our series, diving a little bit deeper into the Take Back Balance Challenge so you can have a little bit more balance in your life. Now, last week we talked a lot about self-coaching, so if you haven't yet listened to that one, I challenge you to go back and have a listen because today we're going to be talking all about time management. Now, time management is one of my favorite topics to talk about to teach about to coach on everything i really do feel that having proper time management and using your time wisely you can accomplish anything or you can accomplish nothing if you don't approach it correctly cuz time is going to be taken away right it always is just going by i mean think about this way everything that you have going on in your life that you have to manage You have to find time for all of it, right? Having good quality time with your spouse, making sure you have time for God, making sure you have time for your own health, your children. Also, sometimes our career isn't just like a nine to five type of a deal, right? If we want to really excel, it requires some extra time management. And even when you are there, how are you making the most of the time that you have? And sometimes we go through everything that we have to do and then we don't have time for the things that we want to do. And what is life if you're not going to have fun and you're not going to have time for your friends? I promise you, there is a way to fit it all in. Again, it's all just about perspective and we talk about that a lot with life balance because you can either look at it as it's overwhelming and you're never going to get to do everything that you want to get done or, you know, life balance is just not something that's possible for you because it's just too much things grabbing at your attention. Or you can take a different perspective and look at it through the lens of, it's possible. I just have to manage my time differently and redefine maybe what I think that life balance is. Because I'll tell you, life balance is not excelling at your career, excelling at being a mom, excelling at having a perfect eating habit and perfect health and that perfect body at all times. That's not life balance. What life balance is, is creating a life that helps you feel the way you want to feel, that's true to who God created you to be, and having peace with everything that can come up in life. Because no matter how much time, you put into planning and preparation and self-coaching and everything else we've talked about, having good focus and accountability, we're still going to have problems in our lives. We're just living in a fallen world and it's just a matter of how we deal with those issues that come up, whether we allow them to consume us or we allow ourselves to just learn from them and ride the waves that come with life in the most balanced way possible. Alright, so today talking about time management, we're really going to dive into some steps that you can apply, I know you love action items, that you can apply right to your life right now and start getting the most of it. Now some of the things I'm going to say, you might say that is absolutely not for me, I just know I'm not going to try it and that is okay, it is completely fine. I'm just sharing with you some of the things that I have found that work well for me And things that I have learned from other people that have worked well for them. And you can pick and choose and decide which ones you want to try out for your life. But I will tell you this. Something that I've learned along the way as I've found balance for myself in my life is that there are some things that when I look at them for the first time or hear about them for the first time, I might think, there is absolutely no way, are you kidding me? But again, It's the attitude, right? It's that attitude of what if. Because you might be in a place right now where you're not super duper happy with the results that you're getting for your life and you want something different. But then you might hear something that might help you get to where you want to be, but there's something about it you just don't like so you won't do it. So sometimes you have to choose your hard. And we'll talk a little bit more about that, but I just want to say that To open things up that maybe you open your mind a little bit as you listen to some of these things and just I challenge you to watch out for that spirit and that attitude of um, immediately shutting something down and not considering it because you never know that could be the one thing that if you're just open to a slight change it could change everything else for you. Okay, so let's just dive right in. All right, so if you've been following along with this challenge, you know that there's been a lot of writing exercises, action items, things to do, and this is no different. All right, so if you do have a pen and paper handy, I hope that you grab those. If not, go back and listen to this later when you do have that um, available for you. So first and foremost, we have to identify everything that's going on that has to fit into a day or fit into a week. Sometimes, you know, we think about life balance as kind of this short little window of time. Like my day needs to be balanced. My hour needs to be balanced. Well, that's just not possible. You have to kind of change the scope of things a little bit and start thinking about how you plan your time on a yearly basis, on a monthly basis. I'd even throw quarters in there because I plan things on a quarterly basis as well. But a week is really, really powerful As well. And then it comes down to a day, but the day and the hours and those kind of even smaller measurements are really just more action items, step oriented type of a time focus to get you to those bigger things. So, really, when you're diving in anything less than a week, then I want you to really think those are more action items, not necessarily bigger picture balance stuff, because one day might be completely. Out of balance, but the next day the pendulum can swing in completely the other direction, and overall you have a little bit more balance. And that's really where I want you to stay focused on is an overall approach. Okay. So as you look at your week, um, and for anyone who has done our weekly success planning, then this is something that is in there. So if you want to learn a little bit more step by step detail, get the worksheets, everything on how to really plan for a successful week, I invite you to go to yourliferocks.com backslash WSP. That stands for Weekly Success Planning. And we actually have a little mini course that you can do in just a couple hours um, that will really help set you up and teach you the fundamentals for this. But okay, I get off topic. So going back to planning for a week. So you want to look at the week ahead and just... Really map out everything that you have going on. And again, I challenge you when you're doing this to think about all eight categories of your life. Sometimes we look at, okay, what are the kids got going on? What do I got going on? Done. But there's so much more to life and that's really where having balance is about being proactive towards looking at that. And we're going to talk more about being proactive next episode, next week. So just review those eight categories, faith, marriage, family, Health, career, home, finances, and then the last one is a duly. It is friends and fun. So, as you're looking at your week ahead, I want you to look at all eight of those categories and think about the things that you have coming up. Now, it's one thing to think about things, but I'll tell you that's where overwhelm happens. It all happens in our head. So, the first step you want to do is get it out of your head and onto paper. There's something about writing something on paper and I know we're in a technological age and there's so many apps and so many different things and if that works for you, cool. But I'll tell you, there's something psychological about writing it out on paper that just gets it out. It cuts that overwhelm, it makes it actionable and it really brings it into reality. Because for me, if it's still on a screen somewhere or a list, It just doesn't feel real. But when it's on paper in front of me and I can touch it, I can see it, I can doodle on it, it's reality all of a sudden. I don't know what it is about that, but I just challenge you if you haven't done that in a while, old fashioned pen and paper, just do it. I call it a brain dump. You've probably heard that from a lot of other people. It's nothing new, but just brain dump. Throw everything that is in your head floating around, causing overwhelm, thinking about the things that you need to get done on paper. All right. So now once you have it all listed out there, then I want you to look ahead at your week and look at where the time pockets that you have are to do those things. So if it's stuff that needs to get done at work. Okay. So when are you at work? What meetings are happening that week for your work? Uh, When are you going to be able to get those things done? If it's things for your family, same thing. If it's stuff for your health, like your workouts, you have to schedule your workouts. If you don't schedule your workouts, they're just not going to happen. I know for me, if something doesn't live on my calendar, forget about it. It's not happening. So you have to find the time that all of those are going to fit in. Now, remember uh, just a few minutes ago, I said you're probably going to hear some things on here that maybe don't fit for you and maybe they will, but you just have to be open. And this is one of those things, okay? So as you're looking at your week, I want you to really be mindful of your mindset because it's easy, especially if you have a big long list, to look at your head at your week and say, There's absolutely no way I'm getting this stuff done. And you might be right, but just by saying that, you're setting yourself up not to get it done. What if you could get it all done? How would you feel? What would that be like to have stuff done? I don't know about you, but it's like therapy to cross stuff off my to do list. It feels amazing to get stuff done. But you know what feels even more amazing? To get that stuff done and still have time to relax. Still have time to be with God, to be with my family, to be present in life and not just be a taskmaster. Because that's what time management is not about. Time management is not about just being ruled by your calendar and your to-do list, but rather Being able to enjoy life and still feeling successful and not feeling overwhelmed, not feeling guilt or shame because you didn't get stuff done. All right. So that's that first thing is just be mindful of your attitude as you look forward at everything that needs to get done in that week. All right. So now the majority of everything else we're going to be talking about are going to be more of those smaller details how to manage day by day, hour by hour in your day to get all of those things done. But setting up that first structure is important. So as you look at your week, I want you to also think, what time do you get up in the morning? What time do you go to bed at night? Did you know that having appropriate sleep is key to stress reduction? If you're looking for a healthier lifestyle, maybe you're looking to lose weight. If you're not sleeping enough, your metabolism won't work properly. So sleep is critical, but you have to know what works for you, right? So again, you might not love this, but I'll tell you the most successful people that I know get up early. I get up super early. It's the only time that I can get stuff done. If I don't get up at the super early time that I normally wake up, then I am behind already for the day because that's my most productive time of the day. When I'm up before everybody else, that's when I have my time with God first and foremost. That's when I plan out my day and have a focus on what it is that I'm going to do that day. And that's when I get some of my most important work done. Because I'll tell you, if you get the most important work done first, set you up for the rest of the day, right? So I just challenge you to look and see what time do you get up. I mean, do you get up right at the same time the kids have to get up and get them ready for school, you're getting ready for work, and it's rushed, and by the time you get to work, you still haven't gotten anything done. So I just challenge you. And if you're listening to this, most likely you're a Christian woman. And I'll tell you the number one thing that's had the biggest impact on my life is putting God first. And it was something that I've struggled with for a really long time. If I'm going to be just really open and transparent for a minute, making sure that I have that time early in the morning for God, I was always really challenged with. Trying to find that time, trying to take that time was hard. And it wasn't until I started having more structure around that time. I mean, I'm a little bit more of a structured person. But if I just would try to sit there and pray, my mind would wander. And so for a while, I journaled and I would get a journal. But then again, my mind would wander. I needed something to really point me in the right direction. And that's really when I started getting Bible study books or scripture books, devotional prayer books. And so I just go through those. And as soon as I'm done with one, I get another one. And I don't overthink it because when I first started, I would even overthink like, oh, well, what theme of book do I want? And, you know, I don't overthink it. Just grab one and go with it because it doesn't matter what the content is. What matters is that you're taking that time to be with God. And I shouldn't say it doesn't matter what the content is, as long as it's scripturally sound, of course. But as long as you're taking time to read the words of God, to reflect on them, to apply them, to pray. Um, It really does make a huge difference in your day. So even if you just get up 15 minutes earlier than you are right now and add that one piece, it could be huge. But do it first thing in the morning. All right, so now you've looked at your week. You've kind of laid out what the structure of your week is going to be. Now, I believe in having one strong focus a day. So you might be looking at everything on your overwhelm list and just assign, you know, one of those things to a day as a focus and it might take longer than a day to get something done but then that day whenever you have time free time to be working on something or whatever it might be you only have one thing that you're focused on and if other things get done fantastic but every day has its own one focus so for example for me today my number one focus is this podcast I've got a lot of other things I got to do. I got to go to my regular job today. Yes, it's early in the morning. I just had finished my time with God, and now I'm doing this before the kids get up. But this is my number one focus today. So I might be editing or doing the show notes when I get home from work, um, all of those kind of things. But it's my number one focus. There's going to be other things I'm going to get done today. Absolutely. A ton of things I'm going to get done today. But this is my number one focus. So every day has its own focus item. That I'm drilled into, and it really helps to cut the overwhelm. And again, guard against that spirit because you might have that little voice popping up in your head right now that says, "Jenny, you have no idea. I have so much going on right now. I can't have just one thing to focus on." Well, guess what, sister? Me too, and everybody else. We're all so busy. But again, it's that mindset piece that really plays into whether it's going to be successful for you or it's not going to be successful for you. Attitude is everything. All right. All right. So now let's break out the day. So we've looked at the structure of the week. Now let's talk about the day. And this is really where we're getting into the nitty gritty little details that can help you succeed with your time management. All right. So you're looking at the day. We already talked about spending time with God. I encourage you also to to think about your gratitudes as you're planning out your day in the morning Because again, attitude is everything and when you approach the day with a grateful heart and really thinking about the things you're grateful for, it's about reprogramming your mind rather than going to, oh my gosh, I have so much to do today. How am I going to get it done? I've got all the stuff I don't want to do. When am I going to get this stuff done I do want to do? All of these kind of things, right? So having that start with gratitude really does a big difference. I also think it's important whether you you do it on the weekly basis, a daily basis or both is reflecting on your goals because that will also center you on what really matters and priorities are key when it comes to time management. Some things you just have to delete and let go and know it's not going to get done and be okay with that because it doesn't align with what you really want. So if you're doing the challenge, our free um, take back balance challenge, then um, on one of the days, I believe it's day one or two, uh, you do get the free goal worksheet. So it's a whole workbook actually that kind of guides you through all eight categories of life and helping you really set goals on how you want to feel for each one of those and setting some action items accordingly. So I also think it's important that you reflect on those goals Um, before you start looking at your day. So then that way, it just really helps to bring you in alignment to those priorities. And then again, ask yourself this one question. What's the one thing that getting done today will help you feel successful? It might be a workout. It might be making a phone call you've been dreading. It might be doing something a whole heck of a lot bigger. But whatever it is, it's usually that one thing that at the end of the day is like, oh, I didn't get that done again. And it's easy to make one morph into two, two morph into three, three morph into 15, one. You have to have just one thing that if you can get done that day, you will feel successful. And once you've identified that one thing, I want you to schedule when you're going to do it first. Like as early in your day as possible. So if it's a phone call, can you do it at 8 o'clock? Can you do it at 8.15, 8.30? If it's a workout try to get it done as early as possible. Whatever that one thing is, try to get it done early on because then the whole rest of the day, you've already done everything you have to do. Everything else is just a bonus, right? Help you feel uber successful. All right, so you've identified the one thing. You still have this list of overwhelm, this brain dump list of the things that you want to get accomplished that week. So as you look at the day that you have in front of you, really think about the time that you do have. Because there's a lot of other people and other demands on our time. I mean, taking the kids to school, going to work, meetings at work, all of these different things, right? So as you're looking at that list of things to do, I want you to think about how much time is it going to take me to actually do those things? It might take you 30 seconds. It might take you two hours. But knowing that will certainly help cut down some of the overwhelm and it takes kind of the emotion out of it. When you're talking about something like time management, taking the emotion out of it is key because then it just becomes a black and white issue there's no emotion attached to those items on how they get done or when they get done or anything like that right so just attach a time to it it helps to take a little bit of the emotion out of it and make it more of just a black and white task that needs to be done and then you can look at your day and say okay uh, I've got 30 minutes here what on my list can I do in less than 30 minutes and then you can start going from there And carry this list with you, whether you take a picture of it with your phone so you have a digital copy in that way, or you just have it folded up in a day planner or notebook that you're always carrying around. Maybe you do both. Always set yourself up for success, okay? Now, when you're looking at your working time that you have, maybe it's in your work day uh, while you're at your job, um, or even, you know, sometimes at home and the different things that you're doing. One thing that um, I use, and I've introduced my kids to it as well, is called the Pomodoro Method. And you might have heard me talk about this before. I've written a couple blogs about it. Um, but really, it's a great technique to use to really focus in and get things done. And it works well for me because I am a tend to be a bit of a multitasker. And sometimes when I multitask, I get nothing done, even though I feel busy. And that's not good, right? So the Pomodoro method—you can get a app for your phone. You can um, go and get it on your website, and I'll link to all of those in the show notes. Um, I have it on my phone as well as on my desktop, and it's really just kind of a um, tomato timer. Really, it's kind of simple, but really, it's off the method of focused work for 25 minutes, five minute break, and you go through that cycle about four times, and then you have a longer break. Um, to do something different, and so I really use it to focus in on when I'm looking at my to-do list and I d- identify what can I get done in 25 minutes. I identify those things. I start the timer and I get to work and I do just those things. I don't do anything else. Any other distraction that comes up, I will get to that at the five-minute break. Then when I get to the five-minute break, then that's when I will go to the washroom if I need to, or get some water if I need to, or make a phone call if I need to, check Facebook, all of those littler things. But again, it's set on a timer. And so when the timer dings, turn it off, set it back for 25 minutes and get back to work on other things that can get done. Now, this is also really helpful um, to use at work when there's always kind of a, a shifting and pivoting. So I know for me and my work and your work might be different or it might be the same, But I I don't just go and do one thing all day long. There's a lot of different projects that I'm working on, different things that I'm doing, different conversations I need to have. And so working in 25 minutes allows me to pivot a little bit easier. So I can focus on just one project for that 25 minutes, take a five-minute break, and I can either come back to that project if it's something that I really need to get done... Or I can shift and spend 25 minutes on something else that needs my attention and then come back during another um, Pomodoro segment and do more on that original project. So however you want to make it work for you, it gives you that flexibility, but at the same time giving you that structure to have that focus to get it done. So you have to identify what it is that you're doing first and then just get to work doing it. All right, one other tip I want to share with you, and this one is such a silly little thing, but I'll tell you, it makes such a big difference for me. Now, you've probably heard this before from a lot of other people, but your environment that you're in makes such a big difference to your mental clarity and how well that you function in everything that you do in life. So if you feel overwhelmed and cluttered in your head, I challenge you to look around you is your home, your office, your car, are th- is it a cluttered mess too? Because your environment really does play a big piece into that and how organized you are and how you feel. Sometimes we get overwhelmed by things that need to be done at home because the home is messy and there's things that we got to do there, right? I know for me, even just my office desk, if there's piles of paper everywhere and things, it makes me feel like I have more to do than maybe I actually do. Because there could be stuff in there that needs my attention and I just don't know about it, right? So this is a little childish and it's something that I started doing when I was a child, um, just randomly doing. But it's something that I've carried through to my adult life and it's served me well and um, I've taught my children to do it as well. And it's the rule of 20. So you might do this during your five-minute break during your Pomodoro. That's kind of typically when I do it Um, or even just... uh, When I'm getting ready to do something else or going to bed or whatever it is. And it's just the rule of 20. So before I leave this room, I'm going to pick up 20 things. It takes me literally two minutes to do that. Or if there's a stack of paper, I'm going to go through 20 stacks or 20 pieces of the paper in this stack. Today, I'm going to remove 20 things from my car. You know, just whatever it might be. And you just set that intention for your house and to do that throughout your day. And you just count you know, 20 things. And my kids, I tell them, you know, before they go and do something else or whatever, pick up 20 things. If it's time to make dinner, okay, before we make dinner as a family, everyone picks up 20 things. It helps to keep the house clean. It helps to keep things clutter free. It helps to keep your environment clear. And then you don't have to find time in the day to go and clean because it's already kind of done. You're just kind of making it part of your everyday part of your life cleaning and organizing as you go in those little pockets of your life. Now, I could go on and on and on and on and on about a lot of other uh, things that you could do to help bring in some more structure for your time management. Just review everything that we've talked about so far on this episode We've talked about making that brain dump list of everything that's overwhelming you that needs to get done. We've talked about looking at your week ahead and kind of building that structure up for yourself and figuring out when and where you're going to fit things in. We talked about having a focus of every single day. We talked about starting off the day, spending time with God, waking up just a little bit earlier and getting that in because it does make such a huge difference. We talked about using the Pomodoro method in your daily activities so that you can have that focus time and really get things done. And overarching everything that we've talked about, we've talked about the attitude in which we approach things. And if we're looking at things from an overwhelming, it's impossible, it's never going to get done attitude, or if we're looking at it from a, I can do this, I'm just going to focus, I don't need to do certain things that don't align with my goals but I can get some things done. I can have balance in my life. And just having that authority over your time makes such a huge difference. Attitude is everything. Now, again, I could talk for hours about the practicality, things to do, and the structure of things to do. Now, I will say this. I'm a huge proponent of Sunday planning and really setting up your week for success. I talked earlier about our weekly success planning course. I've done a previous podcast episode on weekly success planning and kind of sharing what my Sunday prep day looks like. So if you're interested, you can go back and listen to that episode. And I'll even link to it in our show notes. You can find our show notes by going to yourliferocks.com backslash 19. That's the number 19. This is episode 19 for our Your Life Rocks. Can you believe it already? 19 episodes in It's incredible next week will be number 20 and we will be talking about being proactive with your time and that will be our final episode in our series of take back balance challenge so if you haven't yet signed up for the challenge i highly encourage you to do so it's a free seven day challenge delivered to your email box every single day has a theme a theme that we've actually covered on these past few episodes of this podcast to really take you into a deeper level of understanding of things that you can do every single day in your life to bring back more balance, more peace into each and every single one of your days. All right, now it's time for my favorite part of the episode where we get to talk a little bit about scripture. And today the scripture that I want to share with you is so short, so sweet. But I'll tell you, if you just even just type into Google Um, What does the Bible say about time management? You will get so many verses and so much wisdom through that. The Bible talks a lot about planning, about preparation, about time management and making the most of the time that we have. Going back again to starting off the day, spending time with God and making sure that he has that biggest portion of figuring out what it is that you're going to be doing with your time and really allowing him into that process. It speaks so much to it. And I'll tell you that has been the biggest thing for me in finding some balance in my life. And the verse is Proverbs sixteen nine: The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. I told you, it's so short and so simple. But it's just that. God has a life intended for you. And it's important to make sure that the life that you are so busy planning, so busy doing is in alignment with what he wants for you. That's where you find struggle is when the two don't go together. But if you can first seek God and allow him into that process, he will establish your steps. He is the one who will give you the peace and the understanding and cut away some of that overwhelm that you're feeling. So please subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss a single one of our upcoming episodes. We have some great guests coming back after next week once we finish up this series. Um, Some really great things I don't want you to miss out on to help enrich your life and help bring more balance in. Now, if you have been listening to these podcasts and have been enjoying them, I invite you to go to iTunes and just leave a rating and review. I'd love to see your feedback. We'd also love to see you in our Facebook community. So you can find us at, by searching Your Life Rocks in Facebook. Um, Our group is called Life Balance by Your Life Rocks. I'll also link to that in the show notes as well. And if you're ready to take the seven day challenge, you can go to yourliferocks.com forward slash challenge. So with that, we will see you next time. Until then, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.